Maxine Waters. Say hello to Alan Dershowitz. Maxine, as I'm sure you know, is the amazingly dumb congresswoman from California. Uh, Alan Dershowitz is the amazingly smart law professor from Harvard. Uh, And Alan says that there's a pretty good chance that the Supreme Court is going to reverse the conviction of Derek Chauvin. As you know, um, Maxine went to Minneapolis and urged the crowd to take to the streets and become more confrontational if Chauvin was not convicted of murder. She, of course, uh, said he was guilty of first-degree murder, something that he wasn't charged with. Here's what Dershowitz wrote. In seeking to put her thumb on the scales of justice, Representative Waters perhaps unwittingly borrowed a tactic right out of the Deep South of the early 20th century. In the Deep South during the 20s and 30s, elected politicians... Uh, would organize demonstrations by white voters in front of courthouses in which racially charged trials were being conducted. The politicians then threatened explicitly or implicitly that violence would follow the acquittal of a black defendant or the conviction of a white defendant. The U.S. Supreme Court and other federal courts reversed several convictions based on these tactics of intimidation. Some precedent there. Dershowitz also said, by the way, that he believes that it was manslaughter and not murder. And he also writes, quote, We must be certain the threats of intimidation do not influence jury verdicts. Jury verdicts That certainly does not exist now in the Chauvin case, thanks largely to the ill-advised threats and demands of Maxine Waters and others. So way to go there, Maxine. Uh, and Derf- Dershowitz also said that the judge made a major error when he didn't sequester the jury during the trial. Um, they saw a lot of things that could influence him, and he says there can be no assurance that this jury was uh, capable of rendering justice without the threatening swore- sword of Damocles, Damocles, unsheathed by uh, waters, hanging over their heads. So they had the sword hanging over their heads. Uh, whether they um, uh, were sequestered or not, uh, w- once they started uh just uh, discussing whether or not the, to convict Chauvin. All leading up to that, they had seen the courtroom um, at the courthouse with um, fences, razor wire around it. Um, they, they knew what was going on, and they couldn't have avoided hearing from somewhere about riots and everything else that was going on in Minneapolis. So it sounds like a pretty good basis for a new trial to me. We'll see, but Alan Dershowitz knows what he's talking about in this stuff. Meanwhile, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about two choices for the 51st state, one by the Democrats, including the big guy, and one by somebody else. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. 
Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching, his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call one 800 L-I-N-Z-E-S-S Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 The Answer Well, now that the uh, the big guy has done his best to influence the verdict in the Chauvin trial he can move on to other stupid things Today he made it official He wants Washington, D.C. to be the 51st state His party has already called for adding four more justices to the Supreme Court which uh, And, of course, they want to get rid of the Electoral College, which would mean one-party rule for a long time. 
uh, maybe we shouldn't stop at 51 states. Paul Preston is the founder and president of the Movement for a New California State, and he joins us now. Paul, thanks for being here. Well, thank you very much for having me. So does the news that the uh, the Biden administration is pushing for D.C. statehood reinforce your belief that breaking up California is the way to go? Well, sure, and um, good luck with uh, Mr. Biden and, and his attempt to do that. I don't think that's going to uh, pan out. Well, you know, it's unconstitutional, the attempt that they're doing. Of course, you got a Supreme Court that might find it, uh, might find it constitutional, but you have to go through a constitutional process to get there. It just can't be a simple bill by somebody uh, in the House of Representatives. Uh, we're doing it by the Constitution, the original constitutionalist movement, and we're well along the uh, well along the the uh, the pathway to statehood. We've been doing this for about six years in earnest, and uh, we've got 56 of the 58 counties for California involved with New California State right now. We've declared ourselves independent. We've got um, a legislature that we've developed. We've passed 26 resolutions. We've had uh, seven constitutional conventions, and we're coming up on our eighth one, and Sidney Powell will be uh, one of our uh, guest speakers. Uh, so we're we're moving right along, and, and uh, of course, Washington, D.C., uh, is as a state. They've got pretty much everything they want to be as a state already. Uh, they just want the senators, and, of course, that's what Biden's looking for, is two new uh, Democratic senators, because he knows that New California will be a state very, very soon. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, we need all these uh, conservative Republicans in Washington, D.C. to wake up because he's going to try to run the, he's going to try to go for Puerto Rico after that. And uh, New California will stand in the way and stop him. Well, so you, you think that the, the the president of the United States, or at least the people who are advising him and, and handling the, the, the puppet strings, uh, at least some people in the White House, are seriously uh, concerned that New California is going to happen? Absolutely. In fact, uh, uh, they're they're absolutely concerned that it's going to happen. They know it's going to happen, and uh, we we've been in touch with a lot of people, all you know, from Washington D.C. Uh, and Sacramento and all around the United States who would support that. That they've been trying to take us out to do all kinds of different tactics to stop us, but. Uh, it's not working, and of course, especially after this last election cycle, things have uh, really shaped up for us in a very positive way. Um, which part of the state would become New California? Well, you we know, have a, a, um, hey, Paul, we have some uh, noise in the background there uh, yeah. with your phone. Yeah, I, I, I know where one of our functions <laughs> the race car that just went by. Um, anyway, the, um, the the population of California is forty million. And when you take a look at the count, at the at the map of California, you realize that 20 million is in the LA basin, and also around San Francisco and Sacramento, and the rest of the state. 90 percent of the land mass of California has 20 million people in it. So you know there's a great disparity in, in terms of representation that um, California, you know, has. Well, the old California when it's formed will have 20 million people, and we'll have the 20 million people just that. You know, our land mass will be greater than theirs, which is a good thing for us because it's rural and it's very conservative. And see, this is what the problem is. Uh, they recognize that California is really a red state. They know that from the last election. Um, they know what the real numbers are for what happened in that election. They know that uh, Donald Trump won big in California, which is going to come out in court. We are actually suing Gavin Newsom for that information right now. And our suit is very much alive and well. 
Um, and of course, there's the other uh, court situations that are going on with election integrity, uh, Arizona and also California. All these are going to bear fruit, and they're worried about it. They're worried big time. That's why they're trying to push anything they can get through uh, to get D.C., a new state, to get those two additional senators. Then they're going to try and go to Puerto Rico and kind of stack it up that way. Um, we think that New California it offers the only reasonable way to go with this. And uh, with the help of conservatives in Congress, it will be made a reality very quickly. Well, a little south of uh, where I'm sitting right now, only about 45 minutes from where I'm sitting right now, uh, used to be Virginia, but now it's West Virginia. West Virginia, right. is, is that the precedent uh, for what you're doing here? That's correct. Um, there's, the, there's an Article 4, Section 3 uh, part of the Constitution that allows for a new state to be formed from a pre-existing state, and that's exactly what happened in the case of West Virginia back in 1861. That was the third time and the last time this has ever been attempted. Now, New California comes up in 2018 and, and runs the, the, the whole gamut of what West Virginia ran, which, of course, is the Declaration of Independence and County Committees and all this other stuff. We're set and ready to go right now as a government, and uh, we're ready to take over. You have to understand that California is completely broke. They do not apply, supply the basics of governance. They, they, the schools are closed. I don't care what anybody says. You have some schools that are open, but they don't have enough money to keep the schools open. Right now, the schools have been closed for over a year, and it's not even a surprise to us educators and people who see this. Next year, there's not going to be school for the kids either. You're talking six million kids will not be educated in California next year. Actually, there's a plan on foot right now in New California. We're going to turn this whole thing upside down in education, and we're going to reopen the schools um, in spite of what the state of California is. We're going to reopen the schools in September. We're going to come up with a plan, a coalition of people that are already starting to mount up and say, look, we need to get these schools open and open now. So um, we're starting to govern. And, uh, you know, like I said, part of the governance process is, I didn't say this to you, but the citizens' committees, we've now done 27 citizens' committees. In fact, I'm at one of the citizen committees right now in San Bernardino, California. And uh, from the first four commissions or committees that we um, conducted, we found that there was massive election fraud. And that's what prompted our lawsuit. We said, we can't let this go. So we sued Newsom. Uh, we'd have a new court uh, date coming up pretty soon. Um, we're very, very excited about what the outcome is going to be. What we're going to ask the court to do, actually, based upon the fraud that we've seen with the ballots, Gavin Newsom unconstitutionally ordered 22 million ballots, unconstitutionally acting as a dictator. And when the ballots came in, the ballots were actually mismarked. They, they lacked the necessary statutory laws on the ballots. And it says very clearly in California election codes, that if you do not have those clauses on the ballots, then you cannot cast nor count those ballots. So what this is going to do is lead to decertification of the 55 electoral votes that went to Biden. And uh, we're, this, this is a, a statutory law. It doesn't even require a, a hearing. Um, it just, it just uh, it doesn't require a trial. It just requires a hearing um, on the merits. And it's, it's pretty difficult for a judge to say, you know, we don't want to be lawful anymore. We're going to support lawlessness. So we anticipate that uh, they're actually going to look to negotiate a settlement with us, and we'll just see how this all pans out. But one way or another, Donald J. Trump is uh, rearing his uh, head as uh, an elected official. Now, um, of course, 
the the media out there, lots of uh, liberal media out there in L.A. and San Francisco, and just in general all over the country, obviously. But um, what ha, what kind of response have you been getting from the media? I'm guessing that you're going to be accused of running around in tinfoil hats. Well, that, yeah, of course. Um, but you know that that goes without saying. I've been called that years and years ago. But um, the reality check is that they are broke as a joke the state and they don't have any money and they can't function. So there is a problem. Plus the, the fraud that's out here and maybe your listeners might not know this, but California was just audited by their own state auditor and found that there's $31 billion missing from the EDD, which is the employment development department. Most of that money was funneled off to China with Gavin Newsom's help and a whole bunch of legislators help. Now the last time I had checked, that's called fraud. And, uh, of course, even even uh, the auditors and everybody else have been saying the same thing. So those are the numbers that, uh, they, that she reported, the auditor. But most people will tell you that number actually went up to about $100 billion that has been funneled off, um, basically laundered into China. So they have some big problems, and they are trying to distract from those problems and certainly distract from us. This whole thing from D.C. statehood is a distraction away from us. And the media, the general media here doesn't pay any attention. They're, 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 they don't want to pay attention to us, but, you know, we are growing, growing, growing because people want the freedom and liberty that they don't have in the state right now. You actually uh, declared, the, the organization declared independence from the state of California in January of last year, so like 15 months ago, no, 14 months ago. No, 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 no. it was 2018. Oh, okay. I thought it was 2020 that you actually officially declared. But what anyway? What no. what's involved in that process of declaring your independence? Well, I mean, uh, first of all, it's a declaration of, of intent that we're we're going to be moving away from the state of California. Our declaration of independence is very much like the original declaration of independence, except we have gone through a process now. We're actually meeting our grievances once every week on Tuesdays in front of the courthouse steps of all the counties of New California, and we're pleading our case publicly, which we think we need to do because we need to demonstrate to people what we have is out here is this totalitarian mindset that's moving and that we need to be a new state and on our own. So we've had, um, right now we've done 146 grievances over 146 weeks, and uh, this is a growing movement, obviously. And, of course, uh, as I know the staff at... Uh, I've been told by staff that Gavin Newsom calls every Tuesday his Chinese water torture day because we put out a new grievance every Tuesday and he has to listen to the things that he has, you know, complaints about. But um, this this whole process that we're in for independence, we're telling people that, you know, they are independent from the state of California and New California. And to resist, um, you know, the impulses of, of Gavin Newsom to mask up, to not meet with one another, we're, we're, we're defiance and all that. Anytime you come to a new California meeting, like we have a whole restaurant full of people here, they're not masked and they're, they're sitting next to one another. Shocking. There's no social distancing going on. Um, those are just some of the slight ways we're doing it, but we're also opening up businesses and in defiance of the governor who wants to close everybody down. We're talking to Paul Preston. He's the founder and president of the movement for a new California state. Um, you, uh, why is New California, if we can get back to the Constitution here for a second, why is New California becoming the 51st state constitutional, or at least more likely to pass constitutional muster than making D.C. a state is? 
Well, D.C. is is a, a special district, and it's a special district uh, that has no constitutional authorities other than they have members of the House of Representatives. Um, they don't have the same constitutional. It, it's a conflict of interest, when you think about it. The founding fathers knew this. It's a conflict of interest to have um, a special di- or a part of the state um, as part of the state capital. So that's why they created the special district that would not have the conflicts of interest that you have inherently um, between states and between the federal government. But so, you know, that's why the, the whole, that, that, they're going to have to change and divest themselves the, of the Constitution um, in the law of the D.C. area in order for them to go forward. It's a folly is what it is. And, uh, you know, I, I understand people wanting to have a new state, but, you know, they already have everything that they need for a state. They've been guaranteed that. Um, the only thing that they don't have, of course, is the senator. And uh, to keep in mind, it was the senators that are delegated to a state so that you would have a bicameral legislature. And bicameralism is the key to holding this country together. So you saw the demonstration of lack of bicameralism, or actually bicameralism really working, when Nancy Pelosi tried to um, impeach President Trump twice. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you had a Senate that was represented by representatives of the states, two of them. Every state has two. They came together and they resisted the urges of Nancy Pelosi. And so, therefore, the, the impeachments fell apart. That's bicameralism. You know, the, the Senate being a different co-equal branch of government actually resisted the urges of the people, or at least a, a dictator in the, in the form of Nancy Pelosi. That's just a, a demonstration right there. But because they're not a state, they're a special district, and they would be conflicted. Imagine what it would be like if uh, you have two senators from that special district that was, you know, in the Senate. Um, that's a clear conflict of interest, and that's what the founding fathers did not want. Yeah, it's the it's the um, the guarantee against the tyranny of the majority. That's what the Senate is supposed to be, and you have. You have idiots running around saying that it's wrong for Wyoming to have the same number of senators that California has. And they just have no concept of what it's supposed to be. That's correct. And and Reynolds versus Sims was a court decision in 1964 that did away with the little federal model at the state level. And, you know, it used to be that every state having counties within it uh, also had a legislature that was bicameral. In other words, the counties just the counties themselves always had a senator assigned to it. Reynolds versus Sims comes along and takes the, the senator away from the sovereignty of the county and assigns senators based on population. Well, you know, you're in your, in your state's Senate or your senior state assembly or your state house of representatives, that's what their job is. They represent people. It's not the it's not the it's not the Senate that represents people. They represent a sovereign territory, uh, such as the county. So what that did was it created a democracy in your legislatures, in your state legislatures, which is what we have today. That's why we have a tyranny in California because the all the legislators, all the legislators are um, basically representing people and not sovereign territories, and the tyranny of the majority is in full force. That's why we have a democracy. Hey, Paul, I'm out of time. Um, I, I, what you're doing sounds like a pretty good idea to me. I may be a little bit of a wild man over here in, in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but it, it, it's making sense to me, and I, good luck with it. 
Hey, thank you very much for having me on, and good luck. And remember, go to NewCaliforniaState.com. Thank you. NewCaliforniaState.com. I'll check it out. Thank you. Paul Preston, uh, president of the Movement for a New California State. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Now that former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin has been found guilty in the murder of George Floyd, he could be sentenced to decades in prison. After the guilty verdict was read, Chauvin's bail was revoked. He was let out of court in handcuffs. His lawyer, Eric Nelson, following without commenting. Sentencing will be in two months. The most serious charge carries up to 40 years in prison. It's up to Judge Peter Cahill to decide. On Monday, Nelson asked for a mistrial citing remarks made by Representative Maxine Waters about the outcome of the trial. It was denied, but Cahill said that could be grounds for an appeal. However, legal experts say it's unlikely. I'm Julie Walker. And Attorney General Merrick Garland says the Justice Department is opening a sweeping investigation into policing practices in Minneapolis after that guilty verdict in George Floyd's death. This is SRN News. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40% off. Legacybox.com slash LBOX. AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Larry Elder presents The Facts. When people quote MLK who says riots are the language of the unheard, they omit a couple of things he said, including that they are ultimately self-defeating and socially destructive. And no matter how many of my brothers and sisters want violence, I will continue to say this is the wrong way to go. On the next Larry Elder Show. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. 
Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Continuing to see some minor delays out there in the Parkway East, both ways into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, taking you a few extra minutes. Parkway West is clearing out very nicely, just a minor delay in the inbound side between Parkway Center Drive and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Look out for an accident. Homewood West area, Dallas Avenue at Formosa Way. Bound Boulevard, it's under construction with lane restrictions between Graham Street and Highland Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Freeze warning is in effect from early to mid-tomorrow morning and a freeze watch in effect from late tomorrow night through Friday morning. For tonight, partly to mostly cloudy and cold with a snow shower. There will be a freeze, the low 29. Tomorrow, a snow shower in places in the morning. Otherwise, winds gradually subsiding. It'll be cold with intervals of clouds and sun and a high of 47. Partly sunny Friday, the high 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, did you see the crowd that Alabama got for their uh, spring football game on Saturday? 47,000. A little less than half full. That's, uh, that's what they shot for, 50% at the stadium there. It's the biggest crowd for an event since the COVID-19 hysteria started a year ago. And the NFL says they're expecting full stadiums in three months. You know, they start playing in August, mid-August. Big question is, uh, will they still be wearing masks? Now, I took my weekly walk in uh, Mount Lebanon yesterday, and as usual, about 90% of the people that, uh, who I saw were wearing masks outside by themselves without another human being within 100 yards of them. And I couldn't help wondering if any of them had seen the study that I came across. It's by the Elsevier Public Health Collection. It's peer-reviewed, and it's one more study that shows masks are useless. Now, here are some of the highlights. There's a lot of stuff here, but I I mean, I don't know how much of this you've seen. You're, you may be wearing a mask as you're listening to me right now. I don't know why you would be. I hope you're not wearing it while you're at home sitting by yourself or in your car by yourself. But anyway, uh, some of the ridiculous um, uh, things that are going on now, still here we are more than a year later with people wearing masks. And I mean, Seeing people walking around outside with them, uh, it's just it's, it's just mind-numbingly stupid. But anyway, here, here's just a couple of things from this study. Well, it's more than a couple. I have a lot of stuff here. But the overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 are similar to those of severe seasonal influenza, having a case fatality rate of approximately 0.1%. In addition... Data from hospitalized patients with COVID-19 and general public 
indicate that the majority of deaths were among older and chronically ill individuals, supporting the possibility that the virus may exacerbate existing conditions, but rarely causes death by itself. So there you are, just a little statement there on the disease itself. But here, here's what it says about masks, just one of the things. Uh, both medical and non-medical face masks are ineffective to reduce human-to-human transmission and ineffectivity of SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19. Wearing face masks has adverse psychological and physiological effects, and long-term consequences of wearing face masks on health are detrimental. Now, (laughs) John Tierney, who writes for the... uh, uh, City Journal, been a guest on this show, has a big piece up today at city, cityjournal.org, city-journal.org. Uh, and he's got a lot of stuff here that I'll get to. But one of the, my favorite things is uh, that a team of Italian professors that uh, of, of, ca- of plastic surgery that John Tierney came across in his research for this piece. Now, are you ready for this? Okay. Now, you know, I think it's just in Michigan, uh, just in the last day, maybe even as recently as sometime today, Whitmer, the governor out there, has said that uh, anybody two or older must wear a mask. This despite the fact that in Wisconsin, the state next door to them, where they've pretty much uh, loosened up everything, and the, I think the mask mandates are gone, They their numbers for COVID cases are way down. And Michigan, which has been just uh, has the dro- draconian lockdowns in place, their numbers are, are 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 going up and up and up, and uh, they think that the solution is to lock down more. But anyway, uh, they, sh- one of the things that I do know that was in that Michigan uh, uh, edict was that everybody over two, two or over, has to have a mask. And th- listen to this: with the a team of <laughs> a team of Italian professors of plastic surgery have found. The existing scientific evidences challenge the safety and efficacy of wearing face masks as preventive preventative intervention for COVID-19. Well, that's one thing they came up with. The data suggests that uh, that uh, both medical and non-medical face masks are ineffective to block human-to-human transmission of viral and infectious disease, uh, supporting against the usage of face masks. Wearing face masks has been demonstrated to have substantial adverse physiological and psychological effects. These include hypoxia, hypercapnia, shortness of breath, increased acidity and toxicity, activation of fear and stress response, rise in stress hormones, all kinds of other stuff like this. But here uh, they're talking about the, the diseases, the, in, the internal diseases that can be caused. But this team of Italian professors has also raised the question, and now if you see your, if you notice that if your kids have been going to school and wearing masks, if you notice that their ears are sticking out, <laughs> this is a study, can the elastic of surgical face masks stimulate ear protrusion in children? This is where we're going now. You're going to see uh, a lot more kids with big ears sticking out. Uh, it says, in this period of the pandemic, a protective mask has become a common object of use to contain virus transmission. Uh, the imminent need for masks has led many governments to produce them, including surgical masks with elastic loops or masks with side cuts at the ears. Among those on the market, surgical masks with elastic loops are the ones most chosen by parents for their children. 
These elastics cause constant compression on the skin and consequently on the cartilage of the auricle, A-U-R-I-C-L-E, I I hope I'm pronouncing that right, leading to uh, erythematous and painful lesions of the retoauricular skin, excuse me on these medical terms, when the masks are used for many hours a day. Pre-adolescent children have undeveloped auricular cartilage with less resistance to deformation, prolonged pressure from the elastic loops of the mask at the hollow, or even worse, at the anthelex level, can influence the correct growth and angulation of the outer ear. Do you get that? I mean, it's a lot of bit of, there's a lot of uh, large words in there that I'm having trouble pronouncing, but uh, it pretty much says that if your kids are wearing masks every day, all day, there's a chance they're going to have really big protruding ears <laughs> at the end of their at the end of it. In fact, unlike when using conservative methods for the treatment of protruding ears, this prolonged pressure can increase the cephalorocular angle of the outer auricle. So it's uh, a translation of that is it makes your ears stick out. It's important for the authorities supplying the mask to be aware of this potential risk and for alternative solutions to be found while maintaining the possibility of legitimate prevention of the potential spread of the virus. So uh, ear protrusion is the problem. And uh, it's, uh, they found it to be a fact with these masks. And uh, just one little item that uh, you can add to the stupidity of everybody running around in masks. Um, it says the, the here's another study, another little bit of uh, information from the Elsevier Public Health Co- Collection study. Uh, according to the current knowledge, the virus, uh, SARS-CoV-2, that's COVID-19, I guess, has a diameter of 60 nm to 140 nm. That's nanometers. That's one billionth of a meter. A nanometer is one billionth of a meter. While medical and non-medical face masks, thread diameter ranges from 55 to 40, 440, which is more than 1,000 times larger. Do you get that now? The mask, the the uh, thread diameter ranges are 1,000 times larger than the uh, the virus that's trying to escape the mask or trying to get into your face. I don't know. Whatever it's supposed to be doing, the, the holes in the mask are 1,000 times bigger than they need to be to prevent the... Um, aerosols or whatever it is that they're trying to prevent uh, from you from having either invade somebody else's face or come into your face. Um, it says SARS-CoV-2 can easily pass through any face mask. And then they did a study, and it showed that among symptomatic individuals, that's those with fever, cough, sore throat, runny nose, etc. Let's see if, you, see if this is um, pretty clear. This statement, there was no difference between wearing and not wearing face masks for coronavirus droplets droplets transmission of particles. Uh, Where 445 asymptomatic individuals were exposed to asymptomatic SARS, that's COVID-19, using close contact, shared quarantine space for a medium of four to five days, the study found that none, zero, of the 445 individuals uh, was infected, 
and that's that, that's that's been confirmed by real-time reverse transcription, whatever that is. Uh, that's a method of tracking the disease, I guess. Now, then here's what WHO said. That's the WHO, WHO. Um, in early publications, the WHO stated that, quote, face masks are not required as no evidence is available on its usefulness to protect non-sick persons. And in that same publication, the WHO declared that, quote, cloth, e.g. cotton or gauze masks, are not recommended under any under any circumstance. I mean, how many people are out there right now, if, if you walk into a restaurant, will you see people uh, working in there wearing these cloth masks, and their ears are going to be protruding? Well, maybe not if they're not kids. Um, but with respect to a cloth face mask, uh, a, a test using four weeks follow-up compared the effects of cloth to medical masks and to no masks on the incidence of clinical respiratory illness, influenza-like illness, and laboratory-confirmed respiratory virus infections among 1,607 participants from 14 hospitals. The results showed, are you ready, that there were no differences between wearing cloth masks, medical masks, and no masks. For incidence of clinical respiratory illness and laboratory confirmed respiratory virus infection, so are you? Are you getting all that? Uh, they ain't working, and uh, everybody's out there. Wor- and, and this is this is these are people who are uh, the, the tests have been done on people who were in close contact indoors, and it didn't work. Well, they weren't helping; they were doing nothing. And if you drive if you drive down the main drag in Mount Lebanon right now, Washington Road, with people getting out of work. I guarantee you at least half of the people, there's something about Mount Lebanon. There's big signs everywhere, mask up, Lebo, and uh, there's something going on in Mount Lebanon. But I guarantee you if you were to uh, drive down the Washington Road right now, you will see more than half of the people walking outside with no human near them wearing a mask. So in John Tierney's piece, uh, the thing about ears, uh, that that's just uh, – Amazing to me that that these poor little kids are going to have protruding ears, which all the other kids are going to make fun of them over uh, as they uh, as they get older because they had to wear the masks all day in school. Um, now they had uh, another st- a study here, according to John uh, Thierry's st- uh, story, University of Witten uh, in Germany, uh, among the nearly eighteen thousand parents who chose to respond to this survey. Uh, that's a pretty big sample, by the way, 18,000 people. More than half reported that the masks were giving their children headaches, making it difficult for them to concentrate. More than one-third cited other side effects, increased reluctance to go to school, unhappiness, malaise, impaired learning, drowsiness, and fatigue. Other than that, the masks are doing a nice job for everybody, okay, and the kids especially. Uh, after considering these reports as well uh, reports as well as testimony from other researchers, a court in Germany recently ruled in favor of a parent arguing that her children's basic rights were being violated by the mandates for masks and social distancing at her schools, and the court ordered the schools to end the mandates, declaring that they quote damaged the mental, physical, and spiritual well-being of students while failing to offer any discernible benefit for the children themselves. Or for third parties. So that's a court that, that uh, looked at some of this stuff and, and uh, said, uh, that's enough with the masks. We don't need them anymore. Um, but if you, were to, if you were to run this by Dr. Fauci, 
who is uh, himself vaccinated and sitting with a mask on as he testifies in front of Congress. Now, he would tell you, oh, no, 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 you got to wear the mask. Uh, And then here's another issue from this study. Uh, Masks can be breeding grounds for infections from bacteria, mold, and fungus, fungi, which is why the Centers for Disease Control recommends that a cloth mask, now listen to this, how many people do you think who are walking around and you see them with masks wherever you go today, tonight, tomorrow? How many, how many, of, them, how many of them do you think are doing this? This is what they're recommending. Whenever it, this is talking about the mask, whenever it gets dirty or at least daily, it should be washed with soap and water. Every day. Are you washing your mask with soap and water? I know I'm not. I still wear them when I have to. The CD also advises, now listen to this. This is a three-year-old kid in a daycare center, okay? And not to mention, you know, forget about adults and working, going to work and doing your daily uh, chores. The CDC also advises washing your hands anytime you take off the mask, and then washing your hands again after you put it back on. Are you are you listening to that? This is what this is what they think that adults are going to do, uh, and this is what and, then, and in order for the mask mask to be effective which this study says it's not, but the CDC says in order for it to be effective, you should be washing your hands when you take the mask off, and then when you pick up the mask and put it back on, you should wash your hands again. How many people do you see going into the the men's room or the ladies' room at restaurants after or before they put their masks on to go in and wash their hands? This is what's supposed to be happening. Um, And also another thing that came out of this, uh, children should not, this is according to the CDC, children should not wear a mask when playing sports or doing physical activities such as running, jumping, or playing on the playground, playground so that it doesn't compromise their breathing. For children ages 6 to 11, masks are recommended in classrooms only if the school is in a locality with widespread transmission and then only after consulting with parents and weighing the potential impact on learning and psychosocial development, not to mention considering the fact that their ears might be sticking out. I just threw that in there. That wasn't in the study. But um, <laughs> that's, this, the, the, have I told you enough here? I mean, am I nuts to think that this mask thing is, is a waste of time for everybody and just torturing people every single day for a year for nothing? I don't know. This study seems to back me up. My ears aren't protruding, though. At least I don't think they are. I'll be right back. This is Dennis Prager, along with fellow host Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for the trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October. I personally can't get enough of the great state of Israel and its historical significance. Join us to be amazed and inspired. Dennis and I have planned out every minute of this trip in detail with Salem Media Group and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. You'll have the best experience imaginable. We're confident by October our trip will be safe. So register today worry-free until July 6th with no cancellation fees. We'll sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Experience unforgettable cuisine and join us for an authentic Sabbath service. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Book worry-free until July 6th. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? 
With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. According to the Wall Street Journal, the new book, The Great Devaluation, is the number one business book in the world. Hi, my name's Adam Barada, two-time national best-selling author and owner of Advantage Gold, hands down the highest-rated gold firm in the country. We help investors put physical metals inside their IRAs. My first book, Gold is a Better Way, sparked a movement. My new book, The Great Devaluation, is the number one book in the country. I believe every investor should own physical metals. It's why I'm giving away my best-selling book to anyone with an IRA with over $100,000 for free. Call 800-900-8000 to get the bestseller, The Great Devaluation, sent directly to your door. That's 800-900-8000. The new decision is now obvious. Don't you deserve to do it with the best? Call 800-900-8000 for your free book today. That's 800-900-8000. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So I should mention that tomorrow at 535 I will have the uh, the man who's in charge of uh, trying to um, exit the United States. Uh, he's in Texas. He uh, belongs to an organization called Texit. And they want to, uh, they're talking about seceding from the union. These things, uh, uh, to me, don't sound the least bit radical. Um, I mean, they would have a year ago, maybe two years, three years, four years ago, I don't know. But uh, when you start talking about eliminating the Electoral College, packing the Supreme Court, uh, making D.C. a state, um, none of those things, they're, they're all, they're all every bit as radical as seceding from the union. And, um, I'm all for it if 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 they if if they succeed in eliminating the the electoral college. I think the next thing you do is just secede from the union if you're Texas or any number of other states. And so I'll have him on tomorrow. We've had him on before, but I want to get an update from him on how that's going. Meanwhile, here's a nice story. Uh, BLM organizers celebrated the verdict of the Chauvin trial this week in a touching and healing gesture. They've offered to rebuild the wreckage of Minneapolis and return all looted items back to their owners. Isn't that nice? We did what we came to do, said one BLM organizer. Now we have achieved perfect justice, and our work here is completed. This is great. Uh, We're looking forward to being a part of reconciliation and healing moving forward. And for the next several years, organizers will be donating their time. Listen to this. This is BLM. For the next several years, uh, organizers will be donating their time to repair broken windows, restore torched cars, and then return costly loot back to their rightful owners. It's the least we can do, said another organizer. We are so thankful for the American justice system that gave the defendant, talking about Chauvin, due process and rightly convicted him as guilty. 
What a great country we live in. The country is expected to now join in unity and hold hands in gratefulness, at least until the latest outrage is broadcast on the evening news. Of course, none of that is actually true. It's from our friends at the best and the funniest website on uh, on the Internet, the Babylon Bee. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. 